The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com. Wednesday marked the Chiefs' third OTA practice and the first opportunity for media members to attend practice and speak to members of the Kansas City Chiefs. We spoke to head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, linebacker Nick Bolton, and new offensive lineman Donovan Smith for the first time. So we'll start with Reid and Mahomes. We'll take a quick break and we'll hear from Bolton and Smith. But first, your head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's Andy Reid. All right. Um, good to get into this phase three. We've obviously been going here a little bit with the phase one and two. So, but it's good to, uh, good to get out and be able to go against each other with the rules that are given and uh, um, see the guys move around a little bit, competing. Anyways, that time's yours. Coach, over the years, you've got a set way you do things, and the league has kind of changed a few things and adapting through COVID through some of your phases. How, how do you think you've maybe changed any of the things you've done or kind of adapted to? to the way it's the world now? Sure. Um, well, we ended up doing phase one uh, virtually. Uh, not that the league, that's not w- what the rule is, but I mean, just with the season being as long as it was, give the guys a little bit more time and still be able to meet with them, uh, introduce some of the new things, talk about scheme eval. And then they all came back for phase two. So, um, you know, now you're able to go through it versus air. But we haven't, it's, it's okay. It's probably better for the offense than it is the defense. Uh, defense doesn't have an offense that they can go against out there. So you have coaches and trainers and everybody else being the offense for them. So it's, uh, you know, that, that's a little different. Coach, you excited about this. I heard some guys on the radio talking about whether you were still motivated to want to coach for 20 more years or anything. 20 more. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be something. Um, no, listen, I'm, I'm fired up. I, I enjoy doing what I'm doing. And so I, I love being able to teach. And this is a great teaching time So, for when you're with the guys there. Coach, uh, Clyde has been through a long road here with the injuries and stuff. Looked pretty good today. Just how have you seen him battle some of that, that stuff and, and come you know, head, head up and, and do well? Yeah, you could tell he came back in, in good shape and um, is working, working hard. He looks great, quick, strong. Um, I'm happy for him. And yeah, I think you guys said back in even in March with signing Jamon that you know he had the talent and maybe the potential for that tackle. Sure. Him, assuming he's taking that right tackle, just what were the conversations like when you bring Donovan on, and just how has he sort of yeah. approached you know just playing the position? Yeah. So for the 
few practices that he was at the left tackle. Then Yang worked in at the right tackle. Feel good about him too. So uh, we're in a good place, I think. Um, I believe he can do both, so I, I don't think that's a problem. Um, and he got a few snaps at that. But listen, we got, we've got two veteran guys that have a lot of snaps under their belt at a high level. So we felt comfortable with that. We'll, we'll just see. And we expect the, the guys behind him to compete. And, uh, and we should be fine there. Andy, last, last year around this time, I think, was when you were really taking notice of how, how driven Patrick was coming <coughs> off the, the loss of Cincinnati after Camp Mahomes and this. I mean, I wonder if you, if you see sort of the same sure. or similar aspects to him right now. Yeah, he's made that a habit, which is that's, that's a positive thing. And he's, uh, you guys are out there, but I mean, he's all, he's 100% in and uh, going after it and he challenges himself. He challenges the guys around him to be great and on both sides of the ball. So he, everything's alive out there and moving fast. And I pre, as a head coach, I appreciate that. And no doubt how infectious that is. Sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, uh, that's that's what the great ones do. So he, he's uh, he's doing a great job with that. Understanding that the the campus, sorry, understanding the campus. No, that guy's so skinny we can't see him. McDuffie and Steve were out there, but not wearing a helmet, just precautionary sporting Bruce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, both of them. I'm not gonna get in all the injuries, but the, the, yeah, they're just going easy, easing them back. So. Coach, the competition up receiver, it seems like it's still pretty loaded. And just you just talk through what you're watching out there and what you're trying to see, because it, it seems like it's going to be some decisions to make out there. Yeah, we've got, listen, we've got a lot of numbers, and um, we've got some young guys that we're mixing in uh, with, the, with the ones there. And so um, uh, it's, it should be great competition. I can't wait you know, for camp where you really get an idea of uh, that next level, what they, what they can do. When things are bullets are flying, they'd say, right? Go ahead. I think, I think I'm losing my voice too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but bringing in Blake to be the backup, you know, what did you kind of see in him, and what have you learned about him so far? Yeah, he's smart, and uh, he's bigger than I thought he was. You know, he's a big, big kid. Um, throws the ball, strong arm. Uh, has developed a good relationship with Pat, and uh, look forward to seeing. When, when th again, when things are going fast, right now he's making sure he knows where everybody's at and has it down. So, but you can tell he's he's done it before. You, you talked a lot during Pat's early years about how important it was to have a veteran guy in that room with him. Is, is that as important as it once was earlier in his career? Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Um, I, I would tell you that uh, if you can find a good veteran player. Um, uh, if something were to happen to Pat, you, you know, if you have confidence in a guy, that that's not a bad way to go. Just from experience, sake, at that spot, we saw that <clears throat> we saw that with Chad when he had to play and did a nice job with it. Um, but I think we have a couple good young guys too back there. You see Bouchelle is being maybe ready for. Yeah, he's ha he's having a good camp up to up to this point. Good phase two, good good phase three here. So he's got he's got a pretty good feel of what's going on. Andy, it seems like you've always got the fullback, but obviously Michael Burton moved on. What are your plans for that position? Yeah, so the tight ends can can work into that that spot. Um, you know, we know Noah can do all of that, and that's kind of where, where we went with it. We've got a number of tight ends that we feel comfortable with. 
<clears throat> so uh, maybe you keep an extra tight end as, as opposed to that fullback. Coach John Ross had a, a year out of football. I presume you guys working out. What did you like uh, and what you saw and how have you liked him so far here? Yeah, listen, I like both the Rosses, you know, <laughs> big, big and little. Um, so um, the big one is uh, uh, coming along. He he's, feels good. His foot feels good. Um, the surgery that he had uh, worked out well so f up to this point. Uh, he's made some nice plays for us out here. I, I know Pat's got trust in him, so that's good to see. And the smaller Ross is extremely fast and quick. And uh, before he got hurt, he was on to a pretty good season. And so he, um, you know, I, I like what I see there, too. Is he faster than and you thought he stood out up there today. Well, he's the one that jumped out at everybody at the combine. Just when he when he ran, I mean, he was extremely fast. I think he set a record there, I believe. So um, he he can move, he can scoodaddle, and he's smart, which I, you need to be in this thing. So. On the, the fullback thing, you've, you've had guys here, and that's been a, a staple of what you guys do. You mentioned that you have a lot of time that can do that. Could you see yourself ever going back to having a fullback? Yeah, we normally don't have the, the number of tight ends that's and uh, that we we've got here. So um, I, I would go back. I mean, that's not a problem. Um, we liked what we had last year with it, but again, we were always without the injuries. We were going to have to juggle that last year somehow. So, um, but guys got banged up. We've got a lot of reps today with Brian Cook in the secondary working obviously with, with Justin. Um, just what have you seen so far and what do you hope for him yeah. obviously being in that starting level? He's done a nice job. He finished the season strong and he had some nice snaps in there so for us and he, he's just kind of picked up from there and done a nice job. couple more guys. And Reed's done a phenomenal job. He's had a great offseason. Hmm. He's been here every day that he could be here and just uh, working his tail off and you can see it. I mean, he, he, he understands what's going on better than what he did and, and uh, and he's moving around great right now. Coach, you talked about people finishing season strong. Scott Moore finished uh, positive note. What are you seen from him so far? Yeah, I like um, I like what I see. Getting strong, you can tell that he's worked this off season. Uh, he was down there with Pat the whole time and um, <clears throat> never missed a day with him. So he uh, he's done a good job. Better understanding. Coach, how do you deal with winning? Is it different? Is it more difficult, or is it different dealing with a team that's coming off a Super Bowl championship like you've done before? Do you talk about that? You're not getting complacent. Yeah, no, I, I go the other way. I mean, can we be better? Let's, you know, let's let's work on that. That that we can control, and so dig in on that, and then you don't worry about the other stuff. So um, that's kind of where I've been with it. Every, we can all get better in certain areas. Coach, uh, the new kickoff rule uh, that was just implemented, um, everybody says special teams coordinators, Tommy Thompson said his piece. You know, how, how does it affect your game? I don't know. We'll have to go through all that. I've, uh, my, my thing is, where does it stop, right? So you start taking pieces, and, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you'll be playing flag football. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Good. Good.
you've got a new backup now behind you with Blaine. Yep. Uh, how did you get to know Blaine so far? What are your first thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, first off, I, I know knew of Blaine from Chad, uh, them playing at Jacksonville together, I and mean, Chad spoke very highly of him. Um, and then since he's been in the building, he's been a, a, a true pro, and um, he's he's came in. You can see the talent. You see why he was a, I think I believe top ten draft pick or a first round draft pick, and the arm strength and everything like that. And he was just backing up with Tom, so I'm asking him for any advice he can give me because if you're learning from that guy, you're learning from the right guy. So uh, just another good quarterback, good guy that can be in that quarterback room. One of the changes you guys have is the new, new offensive coordinator. You know, mm -hmm. Maggie was here obviously with you before, and then came What's the kind of transition been like for him to be the OC right now? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been easy, I think, for me, just because I was here when he was the OC uh, the first time. Um, obviously, EB will be missed. Uh, I mean, the way he was able to take us and lead us to the, the offense that we've had these last few years. So he'll definitely be missed, but I, I'm glad that it's someone that I, I'm comfortable with, someone that I've, I've worked with before. And I think the guys are starting to learn on how he wants things done. I mean, even though it's the same system, it's obviously a little bit different on, on, on the guy and the coach and stuff like that. And so um, it's, been a, it's been a smooth transition so far, and now it's about kind of continuing to build and build until the season. And I know it's May 24th, but just what's your overall assessment right now of this collection of receivers? Yeah, I mean, I think it's we're deep. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, usually, you have a good feel for kind of who who the guys are going to be and everything like that. But with this group, it's like every single guy. You're like, I can see him making a path and making the team. Um, and so, I mean, that's what you want. You want that competition. Um, I thought even the young guys that have stepped in have stepped in and done a lot of great things, and guys from other systems have stepped in and done great things. So um, a lot of competition in that room. It'll play out throughout OTAs and camp, but uh, I'm happy with where we're at in that, in that receiving room. Patrick, with the offensive line, you got two new guys from line, and then Donovan, just your overall impressions of them. Of course, as they said, May 24th, you don't know exactly what's going to go on, but just your overall impression of the guys that are going to be protecting those tackles. Yeah, no, I think we're in, a, we're in a good spot. I mean, obviously we lost two good tackles this last year and uh, we were bringing in two guys that have had success at other places um, and so they're getting familiar with the how we do things the the words or what I'm saying at the line of scrimmage everything like that um, but as far as talent and, and work ethic they're, they're both uh, at the very top of that and so um, it helps to have those three guys in the middle to help kind of help them through the process of learning a new system um, and then I mean another position where the depth I mean if you look at our second line you would say that starts at a lot of a lot of other places so I mean I think uh, Coach Veach, I mean, Brett Veach and Coach Reed have done a great job of bringing in talent um, so that we can have that competition day in and day out. Andrew, you had grown pretty close to uh, Orlando. Mm -hmm. What did you make of that situation and then seeing him go to one of you, become one of your bigger rivals in the NFC? Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, I still talk to Orlando. I mean, we, we had a, a, a friendship off the field just as much as on the field. And you, you understand how great of a player he is. He makes Cincinnati uh, even better football team. So uh, that stinks for us. But uh, at the same time, I'm happy for him that he got to a good place where he was able to uh, get a good a good contract that he that he deserved and everything like that. And um, we'll still have that friendship, but uh, he's a competitor like me, so we're going to be wanting to be able to brag about who wins that football game. Uh, Did Rice uh, ran some routes with you down in Texas before he was drafted by the Chiefs? Mm -hmm. Just from that day or a couple days, whatever it was, what were your impressions of him for just down there before you knew he was going to play with you? Yeah, I think uh, which I've seen now, even to, uh, to this day now that he's been here, is I, I, I like the feel that he had when he was running the routes. A lot of times you get a lot of young dudes that are extremely athletic and they just run as fast as they can and, and and they're just running around and they don't know exactly where to be at. And where I could feel where he would he would sit there and he would listen to guys like Trav, he'd listen to Kadarius and those guys talk and he would get a feel for how he was running the route. And obviously you know that he has the explosiveness, um, the jump ball ability, but the way he was able to kind of feel throughout 
throughout the zone coverages and, and pull up in the right spot. Um, that's more of a veteran type mindset for a receiver. So I was very excited about that. And now we'll just continue to work him in uh, here and there and continue to push him to be better and better. And he'll have an impact in this offense this year. Patrick, you have an opportunity to do anything. I mean, any event probably in the offseason you want to go to, you can go to. What's it been like and how do you keep yourself grounded? Uh, well, you, if you have two kids, it kind of keeps you grounded. Uh, but, uh, no, I've been able to do a lot of stuff. Uh, obviously, we went to, like, the Met Gala and the Formula One and the Kentucky Derby, stuff that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to the Kentucky Derby, but I wanted to win the Super Bowl before I went. And, obviously, the last one, we had COVID that, that canceled that. So I was, I was glad that we were able to experience that. It was an awesome race. And um, it's just picking and choosing uh, what you can do. And then now we're back in football, so you're kind of really locking down and getting your body back in the, the right spot. Um, but uh, I have a few more trips, but nothing too major. I've kind of settled down for the rest of the offseason. Patrick, what's the value of this OTA time for you? What do you enjoy about it? Yeah, it's just building those relationships. Um, we've we've had a lot of turnover on our team over the last few years, and uh, I think you've seen that we're still a close knit group. But I think that just comes with every a lot of almost everybody being here for OTAs and everybody coming into training camp, and we build those relationships. And I think that's what makes us a great football team. I mean, everyone's talented in this league, um, but I think if you got guys that are all on the same page, offense, defense, special teams, that's what takes you to the new, the, the next level. And around this time of the year, so much of the conversations about whether the starting quarterback competes in these voluntary mm -hmm. OTAs, but I. From your perspective, having the entire offensive line here, having veterans like you know Travis and obviously uh, you know Clyde, what does it what does it do for you? I guess. Um, yeah, it just keeps you on top of things. Um, I think that you just you're in here, uh, you're working. Like you said, you build those relationships. You kind of teach the little small things that we do within our offense and everything like that. Um, but uh, I think it's just you stay on top, you stay fresh, um, and I think that's that's the biggest thing. And there's a lot of competition. We take care of each other um, out there, but at the same time, guys push, and it helps when guys like the like those veteran offensive linemen and like Trav and all these guys are here because then it, then it shows that hey, we all need to get in the building and and get the work in. And Coach Reed takes care of us, and he's going to push you, and he knows when to kind of pull back and let guys uh, enjoy uh, the offseason. We, we have played a lot of games over these last few years. A couple talk, more guys. Coach, you talk about building relationships. We hear about superstar players in different sports, like Michael Jordan. Mm. He wasn't really approachable. That's what other guys have said. Mm. You try to make it a point to go and you know talk to your other guy, other teammates on the team. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, I, I grew up in a locker room, so I got to see kind of both sides of it. Um, and I, I definitely... The, the, the guys that were kind of more relationship guys that would, would hang out with even me or hang out with other guys, I, I knew that I wanted to be like them when I grew up. Um, and so I got to see it from both perspectives, and I knew if I ever got in this position, I wanted to be the guy that's shooting in, shooting in the locker room and, and doing whatever it is, hanging out with guys outside the building. Uh, don't tell Veach about the shooting part. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, telling, but uh, hanging out with guys outside the facility, if that's at soccer games or baseball games or anything like that. And so uh, I think that's, that's part of the culture that I got brought into here. Um, and uh, it's really cool because then you get to go out there and when you have success, you, you get to go to parade, and it's uh, guys that you truly enjoy being around and, and having success with. You mentioned not being able to go to the Kentucky Derby and like other events during the COVID uh, stretch, but you know, coming you guys are going to go to the White House. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for you to have that opportunity usually given to the team that obviously wins the Super Bowl? Yeah, it'd be definitely a cool experience. Uh, I've never been to the White House or even seen it. Uh, I've been around a lot with my dad, but I haven't been able to even see it. So I'm excited to get there and see the history of it and, and the history that that, that building and, and that city has 
has had on America and everything like that. And so it'll be a, a cool experience for us. Um, and I'm glad that we get to get to participate in that this year. Um, and so it'll be a, a like a once in a lifetime thing that I'm excited to to experience. Last two, Todd and Bye. It's been about three years since you got your deal, and I see chatter everywhere. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes underpaid. You know all the stuff. Some new deals are going out. Everyone's got an opinion about it. We don't get a chance to ask you about it very often. How do you feel now, three years out from your deal? Uh, what do you want to see happen with? with with your contract, does it need to be renegotiated? Are you fine with how it works? Yeah, I mean, I, I always keep me, and my agent, and the team always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously, I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to. I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on, on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. So you're not uh, driven to be the highest paid quarterback average per year. That's not. You know, no, no. You, you, it's kind of. It's more of a. You just want to do whatever to not hurt other quarterbacks whenever they their contracts come up. You want to kind of keep the the bar pushing. Um, and so I, it's not about being the highest paid guy. It's not about making a ton of money. I'm, I, I've made enough money where I'll be set for the rest of my life. Um, but at the same time, you got to find that line where you're making a good amount of money, but you're still keeping a lot of great players around you so you can win these Super Bowls and you're able to compete in these games. Is, is that a hard line to walk? Yeah, it is. I think it is for all these guys. And I think you see the guys that are getting paid this this last offseason. They're trying to find that right spot. Um, everybody wants to get everybody wants to get paid a lot of money. And whenever they they, they they think they're the best at their craft, they want to get paid uh, paid like that. But at the same time, if you look at the greats in the league, I mean, they, they find that right spot where they're getting paid a lot of money. Um, but at the same time, keeping a lot of these great players around me. And so we we I understand. You look at the team, and you know you got guys like Chris and Snead and even Travis, all these guys that you need to keep around you to have these great teams. Um, but at the same time, you want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. So I, I've I've we have open communication. I think that's the biggest thing. And you see that from Clark, you see that from Coach Reed, you see that from Veach and and everybody. Is we just try to make sure that we have the best team on that football field and everybody gets what they deserve. Last one by Patrick. What, what's it been like for you to deal with Jackson's situation? Um, honestly, it's kind of the personal thing that I just kind of going to keep to myself. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I, I come here to play football um, and try to take care of my family at the same time. So I just kind of keep it to myself and just go out there and play football when I'm in the building. Hey, just in a bigger picture sense, it seems like you really come to know how to deal with what's personal and what's, what's, what's private. Is, is that a process for you to navigate? I think that's a process everyone has to navigate in life. Um, obviously, I'm on a bigger stage, um, but at the same time, uh, it's your family, but, but you have to come in here and do a job, and that's what I try to do every day. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. 
Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. We continue on with linebacker Nick Bolton. You've seen Drew Tranquil play before, but now you've been able to get on the field with him and everything. What are your kind of first thoughts and impressions? Yeah, man, um, I'm excited about his ability to learn. I uh, want him to learn. I uh, want him to be um, one of the leaders in the room. Uh, in our room, he's a vet. Uh, oldest guy we have in there, so uh, we're all learning from him. Play a lot of football, play a lot of different schemes. So he kind of brings some of that knowledge over, um, and it's helping us grow. And um, that's kind of what we wanted, uh, especially as our group, man. Uh, he's athletic. Uh, he pass, like We've only been playing passes uh, for the most part, so he's been able to uh, match, match our routes, concepts, and then get hands on balls uh, been evident uh, the first couple of days here. Hey Nick, same question or similar question mm-hmm. about Donovan Smith. Uh, you have probably matched up against him a lot, but you played against him. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on him, and what, uh, when you played against him? Yeah, man, uh, I feel like he brings a lot for our, our team. Um, especially our, um, and our, and our, um, our deep, who you guys again? One more time. Uh, Donovan Smith. He's off the stock, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. off the stock. Yep, yeah, I'm making sure. Yeah, um, he's, he's versatile. Um, he brings a lot of depth for our online. Um, uh, a lot of turnover um, in that department. Uh, we lost OB, um, and so having guys come in and uh, being able to produce in that, in that uh, aspect. Um, the tackle as well, both tackles, man, they've been helping our, our offense out, learning uh, learning slides, learning protection calls. Uh, we've been a lot of different different looks at them, um, trying to present different things on our aspect, uh, trying to be more diverse in that aspect of the game for our defense. And so I feel like he's done a great job um, adjusting, uh, being able to echo calls and uh, get guys blocked. Nick, I uh, noticed a few times uh, Brian Cook and being allowed yep. out there with you guys today. Yep. Um, Juan got an to see the field more. Do you see him on the way to being a, a, a verbal leader and a leader? In the yeah. Uh, ever since he's a rookie, um, I could tell he, he has confidence about him, uh, ability just to, to, to talk. Um, if he's 100% wrong, uh, he makes you believe he's 100% right. Uh, so uh, that's the confidence you got to have in the back end, and um, we're, we're loving that. Um, so uh, he's growing. Uh, you can tell that he, he's put a lot of work in off offseason um, in phase one, phase two, and uh, leading into this phase three, uh, being able to echo calls, get guys lined up. Um, and if we're, we're even trying to show something that we're doing something wrong, he'll be actually year. We know about it. So uh, we love that. Uh, Willie's liking that too. Uh, we love the competition he brings. Nick, there was a lot of rookies last year. Yep. Eight last year, and then you have a few more this year. But does it seem more fine-tuning now that a lot of those guys have a little more experience under the belt? Mm-hmm. This coming up in OTAs and coming into St. Joe in the near future than it was last year where there's a lot more learning? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, learning definitely was a big part for us. Uh, a lot of guys moving different positions uh, half throughout the year. Uh, uh, Duffy comes in and plays the nickel position. Sneak goes back outside, plays corner. Uh, so that's a new position for him. Um, we're kind of rolling that aspect of it, kind of picking off where we left off uh, in terms of communication, getting on people online. Uh, again, like I tried to mention earlier, disguises and, ch- and trying to present different looks. I've uh, been working evident, uh, real hard on that aspect of the game and um, trying to evolve in that category. So I think our young guys aren't young guys anymore. Uh, they're kind of over that part. And um, we're just trying to pick off where we left off last season. That's uh, playing fast and um, I'm trying to hold opponents to low points and um, win football games. As someone going into their third season, how do you how do you tell these young guys from last year, like, hey, you've learned from the rookie season, here's mm-hmm. how to navigate year two, not hit that you know, sophomore slump? Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, as a rookie, uh, from my own experiences, you're kind of just playing and trying to uh, not let anybody down uh, around you, the other 10 guys. And then as you try and grasp, you keep going, there's expectations on you. Um, and so just kind of just embracing those and uh, having fun with them. Um, Football is not fun without expectations, especially here. Uh, expectations to win, uh, compete for championships. So um, just just, just uh, taking that in and um, just trying to evolve your game and, and be one step better every single day. Uh, I feel like that's kind of leads into the season. And, uh, you just let uh, God happen, and everything else happen after that. So you just got to put yourself in that position. Position to, to be better than you were last year. Nick, do you plan to uh, visit 
go with the team on the, the White House visit. Yes, sir. And um, when you think about that, just what comes to mind and what will it mean to you to, to have that opportunity? Yeah, ever since I was little, um, I know the championship champions uh, always had the opportunity to go to the White House. Um, I never had the opportunity to go to the White House uh, uh, up to this point. I'd rather be for school, vacation, anything. So um, it's just from, from my personal um, experience, I want to go experience that. Uh, I know our teammates want to experience that as well. Yeah, to the teammates' standpoint, how much did you guys, I guess, talk amongst yourself or appreciate the idea that President Joe Biden did invite you guys, considering that hadn't happened yeah. over the last several years? Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like for me again, I don't speak for myself, but I feel like as a team, we kind of have an idea that a champions get an invitation, and we want to take advantage of that that opportunity. So I feel as a, as a team on defense for sure, uh, we're going to take advantage of that. You have any fun trips this off season? You're a Super Bowl champion. You made a big play in the Super Bowl. Did you get recognized more stuff like that? Uh, I'm also uh, I spent a lot of time in Arizona uh, already. Uh, that's since I left college, and so I went back out there and just had some time to, to relax, um, just do some ATVs, do some stuff like that um, around, um, swim a little bit. Uh, then I have a bunch of water out in Arizona, but a little bit you do get, uh, you take advantage of it. But uh, yeah, I just had some time downtown, some little family, uh, some time with my siblings. Uh, I don't have a lot of time to do with that uh, throughout the season, and my dog as well. I just had some time to chill with my dog, so I'm gonna take advantage of that. Nick, to one, I know you're very yep. forward looking, but how mm-hmm. often do fans talk to you about the scoop and score in the Super Bowl? What's that been like? Yeah, I actually had an opportunity to go down to Mizzou, and I probably heard it the most there. Um, I was just happy to be down there. Uh, the fans down there, man, they, they really love the Chiefs, man. I knew that before I got there, but being a, I'm a, or I haven't graduated yet, but coming from Mizzou and then going back there, um, I feel like that was kind of the first time I ever realized how big um, they cared about the Chiefs and cared about uh, Kansas City football. Um, so just being around there, being around uh, them, my teammates, my coaches, uh, guys that's playing at Mizzou now that weren't there when I was there, growing up being Mizzou fans and Chiefs fans and just – had an opportunity to kind of share that moment with them, man. I feel like that, that's probably one of the most things I did that was kind of beneficial for myself uh, throughout the offseason. You, 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 know, hmm? you, you said about you haven't graduated yeah. yet. How important is it for you to graduate? A lot of other athletes who've yeah. seen you go back and get their degrees. How important is that? Uh, it's very important. Uh, my mom, I promised my mom I'll, I'll leave with a degree. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to do that because of COVID. I kind of kept us from finishing uh, doing summer classes um, unless you absolutely had to have them um, in order to be eligible. So that kind of put me behind a little bit, but um, it's very important for me. Uh, I'll would not finish my NFL career without my degree. What was the occasion that brought you to Mizzou? Was it mm-hmm. did Coach Drinkwitz invite you to speak to the team, or what was? Why were you over there? Oh yeah, I went down there for uh, the spring ball game. Um, it, I thought I was going to be outside of Kansas because of the weather. Uh, it was being kind of chilly out there, I think thirty degrees or something like that. So um, I didn't get to watch spring a spring game. I guess it was open to the public, but I got a chance to kind of watch those guys down there in the indoor uh, practice, um, do a little live scrimmage. There was a couple guys down there like Chad Bailey that I grew up with. Um, well, I grew up with, but I went to college, played with, uh, room with them. Um, so it's good to see that guy uh, keep uh, transcending better and better every single year. So I just got to see those type of guys. Are you as hungry as you were before you won the Super Bowl? Are you guys going to be as hungry? Uh, I know if our defense, we're definitely going to be hungry. Uh, we don't really get the respect that we deserve um, as as. Uh, over the years, the three, four years uh, um, I've been here and I've been watching from Mizzou, uh, the Chiefs defense doesn't get the uh, recognition that it deserves, uh, myself included. Um, so uh, as, as a hungry aspect of it, um, I can say, just say that I'm hungry as ever. Nick, are there specific things on defense where you guys want to improve from last year? Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, we kind of have to miss opportunities, whether it be uh, interception sacks and um, just kind of getting hands on balls, um, contesting catches a little bit better. The first, I think, six games, uh, we don't think as a defense, we were as, as jailed in as we wanted to be, and the back half kind of picked up. Um, so we kind of want to start start there. Uh, start the, at the beginning of the season, the first six games, like the last six, and um, just kind of see what that takes us throughout the season. Yeah, 
lot, a lot of those lines, you know, this is a passing game. I mean, mm -hmm. you say it's you know, yep. more for the offense, probably for the defense. Yep. Do you still do you have to embrace that part of it? You know, mm -hmm. for you guys to be able to make those plays that you want to and improve those areas of passing? Do you just kind of attack this and say, yes, yeah, for the offense, but mm -hmm. we need to get better at this too? Yeah, I think uh, Coach Reed does a great job uh, with these camps. Uh, uh, this OTAs and into the last uh, mandatory camp of, of making us use our feet uh, and our mind. Uh, those are two things I feel like we, we can build on, whether it be getting alignment, communication, showing different looks, uh, shuffling with our feet, covering with our feet, uh, keeping hands off of receivers from the line of scrimmage, and um, take the physicality part out of the game, and just playing with our minds and our feet. And I feel like that kind of helps us throughout the season, especially in the back half of the season, uh, when, when guys get a little dinged up and don't have the same speed, same uh, agility as you have early in the season. Uh, your mind has been sharp from the last six months, and uh, you're able to go out there and produce still. Thank you, guys. What's the, what's the experience been like? You know, your first, first Can I get your name first? Buffalo. Uh, PJ Green. Buffalo. PJ, nice to meet you. Yes, sir. Uh, how was your first, first week with the team? How's the experience being here? Oh, man, it's been great. Um, obviously, you see why they're a championship team, uh, the way that they prepare uh, from top to bottom, coaches to players. Um, you know, it's good to see the locker room is good. You obviously see the, the uh, camaraderie that they have, you know, hanging out with each other and whatnot. You know, I'm kind of just... Still feeling my way around, you know, figuring some things out and um, whatnot. But other than that, everything been smooth. Was the expectation always for you to come here and, and be that left tackle? <laughs> I don't know what the expectation was. Honestly, it was my first time going through, quote unquote, free agency uh, in my eight years. So um, it was a new process. You know, obviously, I just left everything in God's hands. Um, you know, obviously spoke with, you know, teams and whatnot, but this made the, the most sense uh, for me in my career and then just, you know, going to win a championship, so. You played with Tom Brady and now you get to go with Patrick Mahomes. Any similarities here, maybe that way they operate or anything, the short time you have with Patrick? I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you just see the dedication and hard work that they put in. Um, you know, he, he's really into it and tuned to how he want things done. Uh, and that's the, you know, parallels that they have. So, and then just the championship mentality that they have and carry uh, on and off the field. Um, you know, those are some similarities that I've seen. But uh, right now, you know, we just figuring it out. So. John Ryan Ironman in, in Tampa playing so many games. And, and last year, I know there was a struggle to be stay on the field. How frustrating was, was that final year in Tampa for you? Oh, it was a little frustrating. I mean, obviously, you know, I played with a lot more injuries than I probably should have. But, um, you know, it's just something that we do. You know, we go out there, we sacrifice our bodies to go out there for the greater good of the team. Um, unfortunately, we didn't, you know, finish the way that we wanted. But, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, new beginning, new journey. Um, I'm healthy, I'm fresh, and uh, I'm feeling real good. Yeah, fast forwarding to now, you feel just completely... Absolutely. Donovan, you uh, have played against the Chiefs a few times over the last few years. What are your thoughts about this operation? From playing against them? Uh, you know, they've always been a good defense, um, sound defense, um, you know, in the right spots, playing right off each other. Uh, and that's what you look for. Um, you know, obviously, you got great guys over there. We had some new signings as well, you know, with Charles and everything. But, you know, anytime you get Chris, and Chris Jones, you know, arguably one of the best three techs out there, interior linemen, you know, to get it done. So, you know, you tie all those together with the linebackers and, you know, defensive backs, you know, everything is, is, is good. So, you know, to be able to, Go against them, but then now <laughs> we on the same squad. It's, it's good. This is your first time being in the offensive line room. Just what's your first impressions given that the Chiefs had one of the best old lines last year? Oh, uh, it's real good. Um, you can see why. Uh, everybody's talking with each other. 
um, you know, making sure we're all on the same page, obviously. And, uh, you know, we just make sure we bring everybody up to speed. And, you know, that's something that you, you look for in the offensive line room because, you know, five minds all on the same page is what, what matters. So everything else, you know, physicality, footwork and stuff, we take care of that in practice and whatnot with Coach Heck. But um, in terms of the guys, you know, they're great. No, no bad news yet. <laughs> Coach, Heck is, Coach Heck gets a lot of credit around here. He played the position, too, is it? mean a little bit coming from him when he, when he gets you instruction that he played it all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, anytime you get a guy who's, you know, been in our shoes, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of a little bit easier uh, to be able to communicate and understand certain things. At no point in time is anything going to be perfect. Um, it's just the way that we, you know, play our game and whatnot. But, you know, he understands that and get that. So, you know, as a player, you could appreciate that. And then just the, the, the verbiage that we have to be able to communicate, talk like a player, um, but still be able to, you know, give us the points and everything that we need as a coach. Uh, it just makes everything easy. So. Being with the same team for so long, I'd imagine you get used to that. Was there some nervousness in, in coming for your first day and learning a new team in new terms? I don't think I'd get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just more about uh, what I could bring to the table, how I could fit into the, you know, the team, plug me in, and um, you know, make this thing go. Obviously, you know, we all are guys full of pride and you know, our hard work and talent and what we do and bring to the field. So obviously that's all I was worried about. I know who I am as a player. I know what I can accomplish. I've been accomplished a lot of things and you know, that's what we're gonna continue to do. Got a great quarterback, receivers, running backs, good offense, good defense, you know, why not? So Donovan, Coach Reed's former and current players talk about how much he's a player's coach. Uh, what, were you, what have your uh, talks been like with him? Oh, they've been pretty cool. Um, you know, he's an offensive line guy, so that's always a good thing. <laughs> um, anytime you got a coach, you know, fan favorite of the line, you know, you automatically kind of get a <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call it, a good pass. So, um, but no, he, you can see why he's a player's coach. Um, he communicates with a lot of guys. He coaches you hard. Um, but he understands that, you know, not, nothing's perfect and, you know, we're going to get the job done. But at the end of the day, we're working. So uh, to be able to have that leadership from him um, consistently through the years, you know, just speak volumes to the man that he is and the coach that he is. Last Player, play. Players have talked about how hard his camps are. Have you heard anything <laughs> or what are you looking forward to with that? Um, I have heard over the past three days <laughs> about how hard camp is, but, uh, you know, you look forward to it. It's what you do. Yeah. Um, I done been through the two days. I done been through a lot of the old stuff. So, I mean, how hard could it be? And then plus on top of it, 100 plus in Tampa, you know, the <laughs> humidity and all that stuff zap you out. So, you know, I look forward to it. It'll be fun. But uh, at the end of the day, we all going through it together. And, uh, you know that at the end of the year, it's, 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 it's all going to pay off. So, um, yeah, you know, I look forward to it. Last three, we'll go P.J. Nate. Donovan, I mean, you're 31, you got some accolades. I'm not 31, bro. <laughs> 29, stop advancing me. Stop advancing me. June 23rd, I'll be 30. You didn't skip me a couple years, I ain't. Um, but, you know, you're 29, you got some accolades under your belt. You got the ring in Tampa. Have you adjusted some of the goals you had at the beginning of your career for now? Man, uh... Realistically, I mean, I'm a selfless person, so I mean, pro ball, all of those things, yeah, it matters, but not really. Um, I'm more about the, obviously, championship thing and be able to get there and, and get that, that means a lot more. Um, and then just winning games and having fun, you know. 
that's what I think means the most, you know, to me. Um, outside of that, everything else to take care of itself. So as long as I'm a team player, as long as I'm out there doing the, the best that I can do for my team, um, everything else to take care of itself. I feel like I accomplished a lot of my goals from initially coming into the league. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> just keep building on them. <laughs> what were some of those goals that you accomplished? No, just, you know, the, the length, obviously, how long you wanted to play in the league, obviously to win a championship, um, obviously just make a name for yourself and, and who you are. So, you know, I have high, uh, I have a, a, a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Expectations for myself, you know what I'm saying? In terms of like uh, how we get out there, how we practice, how we approach the game, the things that we do, and then uh, just the production. So, Nate. Um, from your perspective, I don't know if it's through being on the field in practice or watching it on the film afterwards, but um, these three days just, Nah, dog, right now I'm just trying to get the playbook down <laughs> and make sure I'm in my right assignments. <laughs> Outside of that, I mean, yeah, you, you kind of get a glance at those things while you watch a film and whatnot, and you see why he's a, a great quarterback and, you know, his ability to escape and extend plays and do the things that he do, you know, is special. So, you know, it's definitely something, to, a blessing to be able to see firsthand and be a part of, but I don't think that I have seen any crazy <laughs> ones over the past three days. <laughs> That's one, Matt. Matt Derrick, nice, nice, nice to meet, meet you. You. Uh, you mentioned you didn't know what to expect, you know, being a free agent yeah. and everything. What was the timeline like for you? I mean, did you, you know, was staying in Tampa an option? When did Kansas City really come into play for you? Um, I think realistically my expectations was just, you know, take it one day at a time, still prepare, and then just wait and see what my options are, what, whatever the best fit was. Um, in terms of this, I think it was what after the draft or whatever. I think I got a call to you know come visit that they wanted me to come visit, and I said, "Shoot, I can come tomorrow if you want." Um, and then you know I hopped on a plane, came visit, and you know it made sense. So, you know we made that thing go in motion. All right, thank you.